0: Hey everyone, Matt Straub here welcoming you to the Roto World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Before we kick things off, a very quick reminder to rate and review the show if you haven't done so already on Apple Podcasts. If You can also subscribe to the show. We would appreciate that if you take a second to. It is week 23 of the NBA season. We're deep into the fantasy playoffs. If you're still alive in your fantasy leagues, we have a sense of urgency If you're just listening because you like hearing us talk about waiver wire pickups, we appreciate that as well. (laughs) Steve Alexander's here. Uh, Steve, we're going to get right into it, starting with the point guards. Now, Jalen Brunson, I think he escaped our conversation last week and then basically immediately took things to another level. He was like 4% owned around this time last week. He's all the way up to 45% owned. He's crushing it. To me, he's a must-own, must-start, and that's just where we are. I don't think there's anything to overthink about it, right?
1: No, and it's, I mean, it's a perfect storm. They play four games. Luca's knees are messed up. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's time. Like I said in the column, if all the evidence isn't enough to convince you, I don't know what else to tell you.
0: Right. Uh, so, so not a lot else to say there. Uh, four games coming up for the Mavs. Three games coming up for Tyus Jones and the Timberwolves. But he sure looks like he's in a great situation if you need a point guard and you missed
1: out on Brunson. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Teague and Derrick Rose have been banged up all year. The Wolves do only play three games, but and Jones still hasn't had the, the blow-up yet. Like, Brunson has totally been blowing up and just killing it. Whereas Tyus Jones, I kind of feel like we may have not mentioned Jalen Brunson here last week, right before he blew up, but I feel like Jones might be ready to do the same thing this week.
0: Well, Steve, one more point guard we're going to talk about, and it, it just feels good to have him back in the conversation. <laughs> If we do Waiver Wire Awards episode, uh, you got to think this guy's winning some hardware. Emmanuel Moutier is back 26.7 dimes on Sunday afternoon, his third double-digit game in a row. Can we trust him for this four-game next week coming up?
1: Well, he plays for the Knicks, so I don't know that I would use the word trust. But, yeah, I mean, all the signs are pointing in his direction. But, it, you know, it's all tied to Dennis Smith, and it's tied to... Fizdale and there's a lot of intangibles there, but he's played really well lately. Smith is banged up. Moutier had a great day on Sunday. He had a great day on Tuesday. I mean, he's he's just been playing really well, and he's right back to where he was, you know, two months ago when we were talking about him and we were still in shock that we were talking about him.
0: It almost makes too much sense that he would come back to put a button on this on this season of his <laughs> in crunch time. The one other point guard you wrote about is a guy who is. Very widely available, Alex Caruso for the Lakers, and he went off on Sunday. 12 points, three rebounds, two assists, but five steals and three blocks in Ooh. 26 minutes. Uh, that's with about, and I'm putting those stats out there, including Moutier's, without about a minute left in that game on Sunday. So it could be a slight adjustment to that. But yeah, Caruso suddenly trending upward. Uh, I mean, he's not, doesn't feel like quite a standard league pickup, Steve, but at least a streamer at this point. What are your thoughts on Caruso?
1: He's at least, I mean, you, he's at least a guy you're going to put on your radar and keep a close eye on. Uh, if the Lakers played four games this week, I, I think I'd be down with taking a full blown flyer on him. The three games hurts. The fact that Rondo is still out there kicking it uh, hurts a little bit. What did Rondo do today, by the way? Stand by. Uh, Rondo,
0: yeah, three points, five rebounds, five assists in 28 minutes. So not much. Again, and, a few a minute left in that game, so but he did yeah, not do much.
1: Caruso's been starting. He's made starts at both uh, guard spots. Lonzo Ball's done. A bunch of Lakers are done. Uh, the <laughs> Lakers themselves are done.
0: But they're done mentally, it seems. Yes, yeah.
1: and Rondo was sitting by himself the other day. I mean, I, I feel like Rondo could be shut down at any time as well. So, I mean, Caruso's a guy that he could have a couple huge weeks to end the season.
0: Getting into shooting guards, we've talked about DeLon Wright ad nauseum. I I don't really have anything new to say. still owned in just 15% of leagues, which is sort of befuddling. I mean, he didn't do anything on Saturday, but mostly he's been playing well. So, you know, there's less people in the hunt at this point. So I guess his ownership percentage is just never going to get into the 40s, although Jalen Brunson's did so. That math doesn't quite work. Anyways, DeLon writes out there, but also Shea Gilge's alexander trending upward, had a big game on Friday. What are your thoughts on SGA?
1: Uh, well, he, he's he been in and out of this column all year. He was one of my guys early where I was all fired up about him. And he played pretty well, and then he just kind of fizzled out and went away. Now he's back. He had 17 points, 7 boards, 7 assists, 3 steals, a block, and a 3-pointer on Friday. That's his last game. He played really well in four of his last five, and it's time. I mean, it's time to go back to him, I guess. So three games. I wish he played more. And and back to your Delon Wright versus Jalen Brunson ownership percentage. I think that just goes to show you that even in today's day and age, where everybody has the same info and everybody knows that you know steals and threes and blocks are the fantasy gold. That the guy that scores. 22, 23, 19 points uh, more consistently than someone who can go out and have, you know, nine points, but still have all those other stats, peripherals to go along with it. The guy that scores still gets the glory, still gets the ownership percentage.
0: Flashier car, Jalen Brunson driving a flashier vehicle. I, I absolutely agree with that call. That's a good call. Uh, and, and SGA, by the way, that 17 7 7 game. That was Friday. He had a game late Sunday night, that game after we are taping. So he had kind of been providing a low-end value. That game was a bit of an outlier because it was much better than his other recent games. So if you're thinking about picking him up or thinking about starting him,
1: uh, certainly check back to see what he did on Sunday night. He he has been killing it in three. He's, he's at 1.4 steals, 0.6 blocks, and a three-pointer per game over his last five, and that's not including what he does Sunday night. So pretty good.
0: Monte Morris, Steve, um, you wrote, basically, you weren't really getting back on board with Monte Morris when you found out that Isaiah Thomas was out of the rotation. And certainly on Saturday night, he didn't do a lot. So what do we do with Monte coming into this four-game week? Uh, Should we leave him alone? Think about starting him?
1: Well, he's had two good games and two not-so-good games, mainly because of his shooting percentage. Uh, He didn't shoot it well in the two games he played poorly in. He did shoot it well in the other two. It's funny how that kind of works. But, you know, I saw Isaiah Thomas was being shut down, but I was like, Isaiah Thomas really hasn't done very much anyway, and Morris has been in the rotation all year, uh, but had kind of faded away, and that team is so, there's just so many wing players in Denver. Like, we're still waiting for, we may be waiting for Gary Harris to do something uh next year. So, <laughs> you just, I feel like he's going to be inconsistent, but... Denver plays four times next week. Morris is locked in to pretty solid minutes. Uh, he's not going to shoot it poorly too much longer, I don't think. So, I mean, with four games, he's a guy I would like... To, I, I would take a, a roll of the dice on him this week.
0: Yeah, I think he's a worthwhile gamble. And in that game on Saturday, when he was really quiet, he still played 25 minutes. Like you said, the minutes have been there. 29, 27, 31, and 25 minutes his last four games. If he's getting 25 to 30 minutes, I believe in the players, so I think he, if he's getting those minutes, is going to produce. Steve, a minute ago you said he is on the Knicks, so I don't think we can trust him. I am beginning to actually trust Damian Dotson. Damian Dotson. Dotson. I'm beginning to believe. By the way, Moutier, we got a final in New York. Moutier finishes with 28 points, 8 assists. Rondo, yeah, Rondo did the same stuff. Anyways, Dotson on Sunday, 25 points, 6 rebounds, 3 threes. Ten of twenty shooting in forty-one minutes. Uh, he is very consistently on the floor for Coach Fizdale right now. He seems to be transcending the Knicks rotation madness. I'm a believer. Four games this week. I mean, I'm starting him where I have him this week. And if he if he falls apart, I'll just throw up my hands.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even seem like it's possible for him to to fall apart well, right now. Thanks
0: for jinxing it. I'm not I'm not superstitious, but you just did it.
1: And I called him <laughs> the pickup of the week. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find a picture of him to use for the column, so it came down to Jakob Purtle. But we'll uh, a D- Damian Dotson looks like even playing for the Knicks cannot slow him down right now. So, yeah, I'm all in. If you can pick him up, go get him. Four games, It's I mean, he's just killing it right now.
0: Yeah, I wrote about him in Round Ball Stew as well this week. He's He's getting close to 30 minutes more often than not, hitting double figures more often than not. He's locked in, and I think he's got to be a start this week. Kevin, don't call me Kyle Herter uh, for the Hawks. <laughs> Snuck into the waiver-wired column as Kyle for a very brief minute this morning. I, I Maybe one of the few people actually saw that and, and enjoyed it. I was like, oh, the Hawks, uh, who's this? Oh, Ke- okay, I got it. He's playing well again. Uh, he wasn't awesome on Saturday, but hit double digits, I think, three games in a row, including that big 27-point game last weekend. Hawks play three times. What should we do with Herder?"
1: You know, like, I, I think I, somebody asked me on Twitter, which I have not answered to because I'm terrible at, at Twitter these You're days. You're doing but, it now. Uh, yeah, we're doing it right now. Whoever you are, don't call me Kyle Herder plays three games. Jakob Pertl plays four games. He was like, should I drop Herder and pick up Pertl? I think I would do that um, to get the extra game because games played is everything. In fact, I'm playing, uh, I was talking to my boy Kamla today, and, I was like, dude, this guy, Josh, in your league just killed me this week. And he's like, dude, he's making like four or five pickups every single night and just going straight games played. And I, you know, I just kind of set my line. I I have a good team. I set my lineup and go. I'm not really out there dinking and dunking and, and right. just killing the games play market, but almost every league I play in has, uh, move limits. So you can't just like endlessly stream. Every night of the week and just go crazy, but apparently in that league you can, and it cost me. So games played matter. Pirtles hot. Herder had that big twenty-seven point game, but then a little bit quiet since then. So for the extra, I I think you can find somebody with an extra game that you can trust more than. Don't call me Kyle Herder.
0: Speaking of fantasy playoffs, I'm in a an absolute death match with Mike Gallagher in the thirty deep league. Uh, He currently leads it five to four. I'm down by one block. Oh, Kevin Herder among. The guys in action for me today as i try to try to steal this one from mike so.
1: i i am in a death match with doug march and uh i thought he was gonna kill me but then i realized see this is the my, my problem dude i've been too many leagues i don't i'm an old salty veteran i'm not like all fired up like i used to be i didn't realize that it was a two-week matchup oh yeah so i thought he was gonna kill me in week one and actually he didn't we i like battled with him because i made some moves and uh, had Kevin Durant on my bench, but I hung in there, essentially tied him for week one, and now I get five games out of Kevin Durant next week. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself right there.
0: Is KD uh, is he healthy? Is he going to play?
1: No, nope, not right now. But oh. the last report I saw is that Steve Kerr expects him to play on Monday. Oh,
0: okay, yeah.
1: Very likely to
0: return. That was the latest on Roto World, so there you go.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: sweet. Yeah, Warriors have five games. I mean, unfortunately, we'd love to tell you they're you know th- that's not a waiver wire factory over there
1: though so there's really not um, maybe maybe some Andre Iguodala maybe a little Iguodala yeah Hell, and I think has probably been playing more lately because Katie's been Katie missed both games last week right I mean yeah I think you got to be in a deeper
0: league but Iguodala is in the vein of Delon Wright uh, pitching in a bunch of categories although not scoring many points his last double-digit game was February 12th. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. But, you know, (laughs) some steals and assists here and there. Yeah, the league's got to be deep, but that's about it for the Warriors. I do want to talk about Jakob Pertl, Steve, who came up earlier. You basically said you're a little skeptical in the waiver wired column. I'm starting to get on board with this guy. Five blocks in back to back games, four game week coming up. I think you got to just roll the dice on him and go for it.
1: As I said in my column, Matt. I have no idea if he'll keep it going, but with four games staring him in the face, I'd gamble to find out. So, yes, I would definitely take the plunge on Purtle for four games this week, even though it's a pretty small sample size of him going ballistic.
0: Translation, don't misquote me, Matt. What I said was I would start him. Got it. Understood. (laughs) His his last seven games he started, he missed one with a tight hamstring, but last seven games he started – 7.7 7.7 points, 7.7 rebounds, 1.7 assists. Do you like sevens? 1.0 steals, 2.4 blocks. Shooting 71% from the field on very limited attempts. So really, the defensive stats are Pirtle's bread and butter, with some rebounds. Um, and I, I'm throwing him in there for four games, and let's see what happens. Yeah,
1: and if you throw him in for four and you get three good ones, you you did really well. You've done it. You've done it. Uh,
0: well, that's about it for Steve. For me, any anyone you are. Eager to talk
1: about that we did not mention here. I wouldn't say eager uh, at this point, but Thomas Bryant is the weirdest guy. Uh, the IU product, man. I looked, at, I had him in Fanduel last night. I guess God, everything's a blur right now. We we played baseball, Matt, in uh, Homer, Georgia last night until midnight. Wow, never been there. Yeah, we start, it's in Banks County and okay. we started at, uh, we started about noon when we kept winning and we got to the championship game. We got home at like 1.30 in the morning. So everything's kind of a blur, but, uh, at Thomas Bryant, I looked down and there was like 10 minutes ago in that game. He had like five fan duel points. I was like, man, another, another blown opportunity. And then I think he finished with like 27. So. I wrote in the column that he always seems like late in the game, he's not usually racking it up, but he, he comes through when it counts. He's not a must-own player, I don't think, but uh, four games this week, if you miss out on a guy like Bam Adebayo or Jakob you know, Thomas Bryant can fill a hole.
0: All right, well, and Steve, quickly want to talk about a couple guys we might think about dropping. The Nets play two times this week. I'm starting to look at both Karis Levert and Joe Harris as guys you can potentially drop. Levert struggling to score, struggling to shoot. Joe Harris just not getting the same volume that he was getting before. Any objections to dropping either of those guys in a a relatively shallowish standard size league?
1: No, and along those same lines, I think Rodion's Karouks is right there, too. Um, Mm -hmm. And even, I mean... I'm not dropping D'Angelo Russell, but I, I don't think you can play him with two games. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think all those guys we mentioned are droppable. I'd probably hang on to D'Angelo. But, yeah, it's it's a tough week to uh, own Nets. All right. That is about it
0: for us. Uh, everyone make sure to check out Steve's waiver-wired column on rotoworld.com.
1: Steve, any parting words before we get out of here? Hey, if you have kids, do not pay them to play sports. I'm trying to get my son to earn some Fortnite money. He wants 25 bucks. He wants 25 bucks. And I'm like, $25, that's, that's, you need to work for like a solid hour and a half to earn that. So I put him out in the yard and I've got him out there with a, like a trash picker and a trash bag. And he, he's down on the side of our mountain, like picking up trash and stuff. And he, he comes in crying. He's like, eh, hey, my friend gets paid $25 every time he hits a double. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to your kid, man. Like, uh, because then your neighbor or your kid's friend is going to be like, "Well, this kid gets twenty five dollars every time he does anything in baseball." No, wow, they, that's good money. You go out and you play baseball, and then you work and you you get your allowance. Doubles do not pay do not pay twenty five dollars in park and that's like, baseball.
0: That's like seven seconds of work right there hitting a double, man. That's yeah, a it's good like, that's a good hourly wage.
1: It's like Kevin Durant scale. <laughs>
0: Oh man! All right, I appreciate it. I love it. I love the, I love the wisdom, Steve. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, everyone, that's it for us. We appreciate you taking the time to listen. Good luck in your playoff matchups. Or again, if you're just hanging out, thanks for being with us, Steve. Thank you for taking the time. We will talk to
1: you soon. Peace.